it's just crazy to think that like we have a crew of like 12 people right and they have like they have like wives and it's weird to know and we've talked about as a band which maybe we shouldn't have but like this album that I'm making impacts the lives of like 20 people um here I am so when I'm sitting there I have to like not think about that I care about those people. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> I have to care about everyone else and then not care. It's just balance. It's all about balance. What in tarnation is going on in our nation? Hecky naw. Hecky naw, as we used to say. No. And I'm not going to get deep into this. And I said this last week, and it's going to be the same for this week. I'm not getting into this. You've seen it on your Twitter feed. You know, you've heard it on NPR News. And, and those of you, my, my, my uh, white nationalist listeners, you've heard it on Fox News. The one thing I'm going to say is please vote. I know, I understand traditionally, young people, you know, you don't necessarily vote. You say you're going to, you know, you say, oh, then you're like, oh, I'm too busy. I have school. I have blah, 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 blah. You have time. Drop by. Do a quickie. Do a quickie. It only takes five minutes in there. Please get out and vote. If you have an opinion on shit, do it. I think you can vote from now until November 6th. Let's get the cocks out of the cockpit, as they say. My guest today is a new friend, Hobo Johnson, Frank Lopes. I like him a lot. His music is compelling. Uh, He's a a good dude and seems to have a, a good head on his shoulders, even though he's going through it a bit with his lightning speed rise in fame and fortune, uh, which can be tough. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a, an abrupt transition for him, it was. I heard about him for the first time through my friend Peter and uh, discovered his music, searched it all, listened to everything I could find. And then all of a sudden, I get a targeted ad on Facebook, another scary thing, because they're obviously listening. Um, I get a targeted ad on Facebook saying he's playing the next day in Cincinnati. How weird is that? That's kismet. We call that kismet or synchronicity. I went and scooped him up from his bus, which was parked outside the venue Bogarts where he was playing uh, that night. And we drove over to the University of Cincinnati and we snuck into the art school where I went like 17 years ago or something like that. So I knew my way around anyway. So I looked, I just tried to look like I was at home there. And we we snuck into this little uh, conference room type thing and we talked in there. If you're a fan of this podcast, you know, you wouldn't like to imagine your life without it, hop on over to patreon.com slash thewanderingwolf and offer a little something from your earnings to uh, keep the podcast going, okay? Patreon.com slash The Wandering Wolf. Those of you who become 
$5 and up a month patrons uh, become my executive producers, and I will read your names out at the end of the episode. So get ready for that five minutes of fame or 15 minutes of fame, depending on how long your name actually is. Patreon.com slash The Wandering Wolf. Get over there and do that. It helps a great deal. Also, here we go. It's here. It's happening. There's no escaping it. I'm heading out on tour with my band, Why. Uh, W-H-Y question mark. If you, ne- if you never heard of it, look it up. All over the United States, starting on November 1st in Indianapolis, Indiana. But we're going all over. So please look it up. You can, you can check those dates at whywithaquestionmark.com. W-H-Y-W-I-T-H-A-Q-U-E, etc. Whywithaquestionmark.com slash tour. And you can find all the dates there, all the ticket links, etc. So that's your one-stop shop for that kind of shit. And I hope to see you on the road. Let me know. I come out after the shows usually and say hi to people if I have the energy to do so. So let me know that you're a podcast listener. I always enjoy that. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys on the road all of November and the first week or two of December. I'm out. So come find me, okay? Several of the shows are sold out already and several more are about to, okay? So if you're wanting to come out, get your tickets now. Don't sleep for the fear of getting creeped on by someone else who's going to buy your ticket, okay? My life right now is about working on some music, as per usual, uh, watching a lot of 90 Day Fiance. How the hell did I not discover this show sooner? Probably the best reality show I've ever seen. Now look, I love Catfish like the next guy. I love them all, but this one is particularly interesting to me. It gets straight to the point, you know? What You want to see a train wreck. You want to see some relationship problems when you watch a reality show. You want to see some drama. It's perfect. Okay, Hobo Johnson. I think you guys are going to enjoy this talk, whether you know who he is or not. And most of you, I assume, do know who he is because he, he has exploded on the scene with a vengeance. Uh, no need for me to say anything more, I think. Uh, the, the, the talk is self-explanatory. So let's move right into this conversation with Hobo Johnson. All right, it's uh, 11 a.m. I'm tired. I've been up since like 7.30, which is not crazy early for most people, but uh, didn't sleep well last night. I'm out at Bogart's venue in Cincinnati where... Uh, my new buddy, who I haven't quite met yet, is uh, about to play tonight, Hobo Johnson. All right, he didn't, he's not coming out, so I'm gonna go knock on the door of the bus. See what happens. Hey there. Hello. I have a date with Frank. Oh, let me see if he's awake. Okay. Hey, Frank. Nice to meet you, man. Yeah. This was your idea, this morning know, business. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Sitting here with Frank Lopes. What up? Um, how, how old are you, man? 23. 23, okay. Mm-hmm. Young guy. Yeah. Have you, have you, I, I, just, just to let you know in the beginning, like, I just discovered you. Uh, From what, exactly? Like, three days ago. My 
friend Peter Augustin, who is like a legendary uh, underground, well, and mainstream hip hop guy, like DJ, and like I don't know, journalist, just like a guy, yeah. you know, uh, just texted me and was like, "You heard of this guy Hobo Johnson?" I was like, "No," and uh, he's like, "You should check him out, man." So I ch- I checked you out. And you like it? And yes. I, I'm very, I was like very intrigued. That's sick. And uh, so I, yeah, so I did some listening and, and searching and, and I've never heard anything like you, man. Nice. I mean, in some ways, I th- maybe what I respond to about it is you remind me of myself when I was your age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, very much your own thing. I get it a lot, They say why. Oh, yeah. Why, yeah. It's, I think it's like the the like the rawness of it and the like uh, you know it's confessional yeah. people like to use that term um, wh- where are you co- coming from I mean that's like a weird question but like what do you, what did you like grow up on music wise like I'm he- I like feel like I mean definitely hip hop stuff but then I feel like there, you probably you like listen to like emo or like or like punk or like hardcore or something. Yeah, people think that. Like it I don't is, know. I don't know. It was definitely like all like a lot of like Eminem and D12 when I was like really young. Um, and then got older and listened to like Kendrick and more like Atmosphere, Brother Lee, like that rhyme series stuff, yourself included. Um, and then as I got older, once I hit like 19, 18, 19, I started listening to like folk punk music. Okay. So I got into Andrew Jackson Jihad and like the Front Bottoms. Okay. And the Rainbow Shack of Glory. Um, and then slowly after that, went to like the Connor Oberst, Bright Eyes realm of music that I yeah. still enjoy the most today, like Nutrimoke Hotel. That's what you listen to most now? Yeah. It's like late 90s, early 2000s, folk, rock, whatever. Right. You that stuff's more that. like, or like late. 2000s or yeah, yeah, yeah. early yeah, that's 2000s. True. That's true. So, but yeah, a lot of people think I listen to like My Chemical Romance or like okay. shit like that. Like, no, just, just that. Okay. Um, and like, what brought you to, to sort of discovering yourself as a musician to making shit yourself and feeling like, okay, this is something that I can do? Yeah. Um, just I, I just practiced over a certain amount of time. There's just one moment where I didn't have any music online because I was like embarrassed of all my shit, which I think is pretty usual when you're starting. Yes. Um, so then I got like kicked out of my house. Me and my dad had this argument, and then I had to live in my car because I had nowhere else to go. So I lived in my car. This is wait, 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 this is like when you're a teenager. Yeah, so I was, I was like 19. Okay. 1920. So I had nowhere else to go, so I, I lived in my car, and I thought it'd be sick if I made a whole album while I was like in it, living in my car. Wait, you li- living in your car? How long did you live in your car? Just like a month. A okay. Little over a month, like nothing. Okay. Long. And where did you? I'm sorry to dwell on go that. Ahead. Where did you? Where did you sleep? Like what? Would you just pull over out? Outside of a 24-hour fitness, mostly. Okay. But then they would. They sometimes they would make me leave, so I'd have to like go across the parking lot or something. Walmart parking lots. Walmart parking's been cool, but what's sick is that at 24-hour fitness you can immediately get up and take a shower. Oh, because you belong. You joined. I joined. Okay. For like 30 bucks, so then okay. I take a shower every day. In the morning, I wouldn't even work out. I'll just take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So and, and uh, I'm intrigued. That's that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Okay. And okay. Then, yeah. So at that moment, like, I didn't have a name for myself, so I called myself Hobo Johnson. In retrospect, probably not the best name, but um, oh, it is what it is. It, and it means something to me. Yeah. You know? It like all started from like, I can remember the second I came up with it. I was just sitting in the fucking 
my driver's seat just parked like one of my two. <laughs> Where would you sleep? This was in that Corolla? In the back seat, yeah. The back seat of the Long Corolla? Ways, yeah. Just like crunched up? Just crunched up, dude. I know. So like, I would try and put my feet like, I would try and go like vertically. Yeah. And put my feet in like the right, the front, like passenger side. But it wouldn't work. It wasn't very comfortable. So I would have to scrunch up. But there would be nights where like, my legs would cramp, so I'd wake up in the middle of the night and just like with a fucking cramping ass leg. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. You have to like, uh, did you put like shit in the windows or something? Like, no. or just people be like looking in at you and shit? Yeah, they'd be looking okay. at it. And my trunk was open, so like my trunk didn't close. So, okay. but I had all my records and shit in there. So. Oh, God. And then you would, what, make, make music in the car on yeah. your laptop? Yeah, through Ableton. Fuck. And then I would record, I tried to record the vocals in there, but my interface broke while I was in it. Like, it just stopped working and corrupted. But I produced all the beats and, like, wrote almost all of it while I was in there. And I have it. It's on SoundCloud. This is the, the Corolla album, 94 yeah, Corolla album? 94 Corolla. I looked for that, and I couldn't find yeah, it. I should look for SoundCloud. It's hard to find. I think when I release my next album, I'll put it up the same day. Okay. And I'll have to. You still, it's not like you, I figured, like, okay, he, he decided, like, all right, he's going to start a new clean slate and, get, and kind of got rid of that on the kind internet. Of, it kind of sucks. It's not very okay. good. It's yeah. not very good. Look, I, my first shit is like the worst. <laughs> like just really, really. Mm. I would never. That's not on. I don't think that's anywhere. I don't want. Really? It, I don't want it anywhere. Wow. Yeah. Untraceable albums. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to me, it's like, I think some of it's cool, but some of it's like embarrassing and kind of cringy, but it's a part of like story or who I am. Sure, sure. And I'm proud of it, so we'll see. So you would just go, you would just, I'm so, so how did you do the rest of your vocals? I missed I just recorded it, so once I moved into a place in Sacramento, I just recorded the vocals. Okay, later, but you had already had them written and everything like that. I almost got, I think I got like one verse recorded. I think it was in the very first song, but. Okay, and then your thing crapped out. Yeah. So, it, style-wise, to me it sounds almost like a refined freestyle, and I don't know. I, I don't. And, and if that's offensive, don't be offended because people actually tell me that. But really? I spend like so much time on my lyrics, yeah, and I assume yeah. you do too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it almost sounds like the initial spark was like a. Did, did, were you ever a freestyler, or do you do that ever now? No, like now, I kind of do it just to fuck around, like yeah. run around the green room or something. But uh, no, I've never, I've never been to it. I, I'm actually really bad at it. I can't I'm really freestyle at all. Like, I but, can't think of words. But you know what I mean? Because it, ha- it has a, it, it, like, it, it feels like its intention, your style feels like its intention is to feel off the cuff. You know, or to feel like it, I don't mean that like it's sloppy or lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that like it, it's supposed to feel immediate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I, I, and a lot of people tell me that that sounds like a stream of conscious. And that's kind of how I write the lyrics is where I'll like, I'll have the, the first line will just come to me. And then I'll just repeat the first line until there's a second line, and I'll just repeat it and repeat it in my head for over the course of you know however long. So I think at that that's where it kind of gets its off the cuff style because I, I kind of just it kind of is a freestyle, and then I take the line and put it. It's a slow ass freestyle. Yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> month long freestyle. Yes, yes, yeah. a very intentional freestyle. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I think it's probably better. Um, and are, are, so you're Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, are your parents from Portugal or, or Brazil or, I, I, you know, mm. I don't know what, 
you mean you say your name's Portuguese? Is yeah. it por- is it from Portugal or Brazil? Yeah. So my dad was born in Portugal in the Azores. Okay. So he was born and they moved when he was a baby here, and my mom's Mexican and Native American. Okay. Split down the middle. Okay. That Azores. Yeah. I saw the Anthony Bourdain episode. Yeah. That looks fucking sick. It's a beautiful place. My grandparents, or my grandparents, still has a house there. Okay. On Saint George, one of the one of the islands. It's beautiful. I'm, nice. I'm gonna go. I think, um, like next year. You've been you've been there though. No, no, you haven't been. But I want to go. And is your mom from Mexico or? She's from New Mexico. Okay. She's from Carlsbad. Okay. Like my whole family's from New Mexico, pretty much. Cool. They lived there for a while. Sick. Yeah. Um. Do you speak Spanish or Portuguese? No. Nope. Neither. And they both can like pretty much speak it. And my mom a little less. But my dad is very fluent. And never okay. Taught me. And they split up. Yeah, according was, to your lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> according to like three songs. Yeah, yeah, when I was like, uh, I think I was in fifth grade or something. Okay. Fourth grade or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, and do they both still live in the Sacramento-ish area? No, my mom, my mom when I was like 15 moved to San Diego. She lived in San Diego for the past, shit, almost like 10 years, eight years, nine years. And then she moved to Visalia, which is right next to Fresno. I don't know if you know Visalia. I don't know Visalia. Yeah, no. it's a shitty, shitty, it's like Bakersfield. Yeah, anywhere in that Central Valley area is not, like, the greatest. No, it kind of sucks. Yeah. I lived there for, like, a, a year or something. Okay. Yeah. And what do they do? Like, what what are, you know, maybe they're retired, I don't know. No. My, my dad's a mechanic. He got a sick job. He just got a job, like, last year working at Folsom State Prison. Oh, shit. As a mechanic teaching inmates, which is he loves. So he's teaching the, the uh, cons how yeah. to do stuff? Yeah, how to, how to, like, fix shit, which is tight. And cool. my mom, my mom does like loans. She's like a loan underwriter. Okay. Yeah. So. I'm gonna hit your mom up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what What do you sort of thrive on more, performing or or recording? What's like your shit or writing? Mm, probably writing. Writing, recording, performing. Performing's kind of hard because I'm super hard on myself. So like. If we have a bad show, I'm in a bad mood for like days, you know, or until the next show is good. So that's kind of tough about performing. I do really enjoy it though, but it definitely there's nothing like to me like just writing and, and especially producing while you're writing something. What's a bad show? Bad show is when it could be a lot of things, but it's what I really need to do is like be able to see the crowd because I'm like more like really animated tonight. If you go, you'll see it. But like, gotta be really animated. And, like, if I can't see the crowd's faces, then it's basically just, like, performing to a wall. So yeah. I got to see that. And if I don't see that, I just don't get into it. And I kind of just stand there and, like, just say the lyrics instead of making it a conversation. And then not jumping around, just kind of fucking not caring. And then I do a lot of banter sometimes. So if, my, if, if it's been a bad show, my banter is just awkward and weird and, like, just kind of makes the show feel weird. So that's, that's a bad show. If it's a good show, you feel like you can be funny and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. then I'm performing really well and I'm getting really into it. And yeah. I'm like, even at the passionate parts, I'm like, I can feel it a little bit easier. Yeah. Uh, uh, process. Let's talk about that a little bit. You say mm-hmm. you love producing and writing at, or at the same. So do you, are you, is it, is it like that? Do you, are you making a beat and then sort of trying to figure out how to, what, what, what can I do over this beat? Or is it like you write lyrics first and then fit music to that or yeah it's probably it's more like that like they kind of are like separate so i'll have like two or three poems in my head and then i'll go to piano and have a guitar and like 
I'll come up with a melody line. And then usually I rap to like the same tempo almost every song, the same mm-hmm. tempo. So I'll just mix and match them. Like almost all my songs can work on like the different beats. As weird as that sounds, like they're all kind of interchangeable. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Is that and why is that? Why why do you have that preference for that that tempo? And what is it like? Uh, seventy five. It's like seventy seventy five. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. This next album's like a little lower, which is weird. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just easier for me to get the words out, and it helps the poetry aspect of it a little bit more. When it's slower, it can you can. I find that the slower you do it, the more people will like focus on the words because there's not too much musically going on. Yeah, I I think you have a nice uh, use of space in your music. You uh, you you know, most songs or maybe all the songs have drums in some way, shape, or form. But they but you cut them out a lot. Yeah. You know you you you're good at you're really good at at creating holes. For you to say stuff. Yeah. Which a lot of that's like that's a that's a rarely used skill. Right. A lot of people don't do that. Like. The first time I did that, it was on the 94 Curl on this song called Prepare For Your Last. And I made it, and I took out all the drums from the verses, and I called my sister. Like, it was, like, this big, huge new thing in my life that I found. I like, took the drums out. And, Rochelle, it sounds so cool. It's like a poem, but then it turns into a song. And, of course, she didn't care, but to me, like, at that moment, I knew that, like, oh, shit, like, this is my new, like, yeah. style. And then I wrote that until... Now. Yeah, like, that really works for you, and especially with another uh, aspect of your style is like is like a and that I think goes hand in hand with that is is like a um, really strong use of, of dynamics, mm-hmm. you know, in your in your vocals a lot. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what I think. That's why I thought like, oh, he must be like into like hardcore or like <laughs> because like you know that's you hear a lot shit. of bands who yeah you hear <laughs> bands like go from like. Okay, he must be like lightweight into and, that shit. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people roast me super hard for that shit. <laughs> you should. I don't know if you've seen Twitter. If you're on Twitter, but uh, I'm on Twitter, but I haven't seen Twitter about you yet. Oh, not yet. God, it's bad. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that is. I don't know if it's good now. Like Twitter is something that gets lodged into your brain out of the shit everyone says, man. So a lot of people roast me for that, but. It's like, it's just how I feel when I'm recording it. Like, I don't know. That's just how, if it's an intense thing that I'm saying, I feel intense about it, I'm going to fucking yell at it. For sure. But that's, that's another thing that I think I feel a kinship with about you. It's like, I feel like I I do that less now maybe, but certainly early on, like, you know, sometimes there's a catharsis to it, you know, like, and you feel the need to fucking scream it, you know, like, and, and, you know. Uh, so yeah, I, I get that completely. Yeah. But I like I, I like you know something that you do and something that I didn't really you know I never really did too much. It's just that back and forth is like you know calm it down, bring it up, yeah. calm it down, you know. And I think that's I don't know I find it really effective. Thank you. It's yeah, it's it's very very good, and especially with the uh, the more I mean, I, they to me they sound personal. The lyrics. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I assume so. Um, it, you know, I don't know. It, it elicits a lot of emotion, and I think that's probably what you may be getting roasted for that. But I think it's probably also what people respond to, or one of the things people respond to in your music. Yeah, I, I think that it, what what happens with that is that like creates this thing where it's like a complete split down the middle of people who like are emotionally. I think feel like me, and they're like, "This is great." The people who are like just immediately rejected, and are like, "Yeah," 
Yeah. Like the other day we had, like I think it was four days ago, there's this video, we did Tiny Desk, and then the last- I saw that. Yeah, the yeah. last song on it, it's called Creve Coire. And like this person like clipped this video and they clipped Creve, and you can only have videos for like two and a half minutes on, on Twitter. So they clipped it, they posted it, and then I saw it because I always searched my name. I gotta stop, it's a terrible habit. Yeah. But they 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 did it, they clipped it, they posted it and said, Hobo Johnson isn't isn't bad, you're just not sad enough. Which I thought is like a funny thing to say. I like that actually. I like it too. Yeah. So then because Twitter's like the place that's like the worst out of all the out of all the social medias. So then I retweeted it. And then in, in, in 24 hours, that's a million views, right? Oh, shit. And it's causing, I don't know, in some realm, like some other like subculture of Reddit, people are going in on me like stupid hard. And then the next day, it gets another million views, and it's just this huge fucking thing. You know what, though? That's great. It's sick. <laughs> it's sick, but it's like I'm trying to get a lot better at like handling that. Yeah. But it's, it's very, very weird. And that's what I'm trying to go forward is like to not let like those voices like affect the art. But, but you know, you know, at least half of those haters are like, oh, but wait a second, what? Let me, just to know, I better yeah. check out another song just to know how Ex whack he is. Hold Exa on. Exactly. <laughs> Most of it was just me saying I was whack, but then I was like the top trending artist on Apple Music for like two days or something. So yeah. it's like, oh, I guess it all evens out. Like, Oh, completely. I mean, it more than evens out. Like, it works in your favor, for yeah. sure, without a doubt. That's true. Um, so you use a lot of humor in your shit. Is that something that you just naturally do, or is it something that you had to come upon over the years of working on stuff? Or I think it naturally. It seems natural. Yeah, I just naturally throw it in. A lot of my early shit was, like, jokey stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's a product of feeling otherwise uncomfortable about saying dark shit or sad shit and feeling like, okay, I better just like, let me, let me butter some humor. Yeah, I think it's probably that. I, I, I think humor is always like a coping mechanism for like sadness. I think it's why comedians are tend to be some of the most saddest people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, I think it's probably like, it, yeah, some sort of meet in the middle type thing. And you, a lot of the songs feel like unrequited love songs, so to speak, or like, so, or like, yeah. Not, yeah, not not all of them, but maybe maybe a, a, quite a, a few of them maybe, quite, yeah. on, on the on the the newest album. Yeah. Um, is that like are are they like about like one one lady or just sort of multiple women that you're sort of you're trying to go for, or yeah. is it just fictional? So this is no, it's all real, but like okay. so on the rise. There's like there's like three girls and then like okay. one of them's like the girlfriend that I had for a long time and then one you was still the, have you you're still with her um no but kind of like we still talk yeah. last night I was thinking about like what am I doing I, I don't know I feel like so busy now that I can't like hold a relationship together yeah but I think that's an excuse to like go it's not it, it's maybe it's not working out yeah but kind of I I can make it like I can make it work I think it's mostly me but. Um, yeah, so Peach Phone is about some other girl, and then Creve Coir is about a girl, different girl, and then, yeah, so about three. three What's Creve Coir? Is that a place name? No, it means heartbreaker in, in, in French. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think only, only two songs are about, like, all the rest are about Ashley, and then two of them about two separate ones. Okay. Yeah. 
And you, um, I do talk about it a lot though, I think, because his first album especially was just like my whole life, I feel like story or like everything that's happened for the past like four or five years, I kind of like got in. And this then, is, wait, this is the Corolla one you This saying? is uh, the, oh, the Rise. The, the Rise of okay. Yeah, yeah, So it's like, I think that's why there's a lot of that in there. The next album's kind of sappy though, because like, it's about my girlfriend, like, Ashley like moved away. And then like, I had to like deal with that and we still like talked and it was kind of toxic. So a lot of it's going to be about girls. About that situation. Yeah. Um, and are you, st- are you already working on that shit? Yeah, I'm like, tonight is going to be the first night where I'm listening to it front to back and... Oh, shit, so you're, like, almost done. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to work with producers, I think. Maybe not, though, if I don't like it, but... Work with producers, as in you'll send what you have so far to people and see what... What they do, yeah. I, yeah. I, I signed to Warner, so... Yeah, yeah, Reprise. Reprise, yeah, yeah. but basically Warner. So, yeah. um, so we want to, like, definitely try, and I want to try, too, to see, see what happens. I've never done it before. But I I'm think, your guy, Frank. Yeah. I'm your guy. <laughs> you want to try? Yeah. 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 yeah I'm down to some shit. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, it's just difficult. I think working with producers for me because I've, I've spent the last like eight, nine years just doing it all myself. Yes. So to now like have someone touch my shit is like weird. If it doesn't feel right, it doesn't uh, feel right. Like. And the thing with me too, it's like I don't care about the success at all. Like I don't, or any of it. Like I, I think art is just, the, the art of it's the main thing for me. So sometimes when I think about it, I'm like, why am I, like, this is fun. Producing is fun. This is what I, it's like my favorite thing in the world. Like, why am yeah. I, that's like a person, a, a whatever they call the people that bake cakes. Yeah. Like they love baking cakes. They just want to bake cakes. And then to get someone else to do the icing, it's like, why, why would you do that? Like, I mean, to play devil's advocate, you know, and why I, I sort of, I've thought about the idea of getting a, I mean, I've never done it with a Y album, mm. but I've thought about the idea of it. It's just to like, and I've worked with a lot of mixing it. You know, I don't know if, do you work with engineers too or not really? Not yet, no. You just mix the shit yourself. And yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think, and I have done that on, on I would say most Y albums, I've had a, a mixing engineer that I work with. You know, I work very closely with them mm-hmm. always to, to make sure that it, I'm still comfortable with everything. Are they doing creative stuff, like creative touches, reverbs, and delays and shit? Yeah. 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 To some extent, at least. Yeah, for sure. And, and like, I don't know. There's something about getting another perspective on it mm. that I think can be, can be helpful. Mm. But you, it has to be the right person. You have to right. find the right person that feels like they get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like... It, it doesn't, you know, and I've been on the other side of that coin too because I've been hired as a producer and like, you know, had people be like, it's too different than what it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then I feel like, ah. I know, and that's hard. <laughs> and you want them because you really believe in what you're doing. Exactly. I worked with a guy named Epo and Lush as he's in a band called, um, was in a band called Edwards or whatever. And I did that right f- to do the rise. I went out for like five days. And it was the worst experience of my whole entire life. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, it was. You had, so you had songs on paper basically. Yeah. I had to use the Rise songs on like, we worked on like two or three, didn't even work on two or three of them, but I brought two or three of them. Signed to a shitty management company right before that, that like no longer, we don't work with each other anymore. They sent me out. I stayed there for like five days, but it was. This LA or something? LA, yeah. The classic, like flew out me and my boy to LA to go work on some shit in the studio and like. It was like, it was like hurt my spirit. Like I kind of wanted to stop making music after because it felt so like, 
weird and gross and shit. Because it was about the bottom line or, like, you know, what what's going to go and shit like that? Kind of. And, like, I, I basically said, like, <sighs> he was trying to put hot, like, like, trap hats on this shit, on this song. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I don't think so. But he, like, got mad at me. I don't know if it was his fault or, like, maybe I think I was being, like, a little too aggressive with it. But there's this really weird, like line of how you have to behave like you have to let them like develop their ideas but there's a certain point where you're like no i don't think so and yeah when does that come into play and so i think it was it was a little bit me being like young and naive but as soon as i left i just immediately started producing um it, and i think it turned out good i think it sounds great i yeah I, I really like what it is but i also do think that it's worth it you know it's worth like, a try yeah it's worth trying it and mm -hmm. seeing what happens like maybe not in that same like LA slick vibe. Yeah. But so. but like um I don't know, especially like mixing engineers and stuff, I've I've enjoyed working with because I feel like uh a lot of times, even just for like they have really good gear and shit and they can kind of make your shit sound like you know, go from like to like to big. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, which I like. I, yeah. I not I listen to you know, I, I'm I'm a dude that like geeks out on listening to even like a Taylor Swift album, be like, God damn, listen so, how good it sounds. Like, even though I hate her. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't hate her. Taylor, I love you. Taylor's um, sick. But you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, for me, that's that's something like to, to be able to hear my shit sound as big as possible yeah. is a thing that I like. Yeah. Your shit sounds good, but but I, you know, I, I hear room for improvement fidelity-wise. Yeah, totally. It's like, yeah, I've realized that it's not very wide. It's pretty like, feels kind of mono sometimes it's still it still sounds good and yeah. it's, it's super loud yeah you know you had a i think a, a mastering engineer do it i uh, you did it yourself yeah so you just jacked it up super loud i don't think i mastered it at all there's a couple songs i think i mastered like two of the songs i mastered peach scone and romeo and juliet and may sex in the city but all the rest of them were unmastered and crevice hella quiet and so okay so okay quiet. but by and large what i because last night i listened to the album front to back yeah. uh and like uh to like compare it, I was like, okay, let me put on my shit and just see, because I know my shit so well, you know? Yeah, yeah. My shit sounded really quiet. Really? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, I think it must it's, be overly compressed. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, I think it's pretty compressed, but it, it doesn't sound bad, no, you know, like yeah. that. But, yeah, that's yeah. tight, though. I gotta, I gotta try. I, I got, the vinyls just came out, so I wanna go sit down and listen to it. Nice. And I'll, I'll compare it to something and see what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it sounds very, very good. It is are, and it, that album is also Ableton, or or is that um, okay? All Ableton, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you, you like that program? Yeah, I yeah, I've used I've used Logic. It's, it seems harder for me to get around, and then Pro Tools is not. That's I guess just for tracking and vocals and drums and for me, at least, or mixing. But um, yeah, Ableton's like all I need really. That's are are you? Using virtual instruments in there, or are you yeah. okay? Yeah, I got the whole like a bunch of plugins and yeah. a bunch of suites. I use a lot of contact and use Omnisphere. Trying to get Omnisphere. Omnisphere. Okay, yeah, I don't I know love, that one. Yeah, Omnisphere. That synths or something. That's like it's like it's a whole. They call it a power synth, but it's they got like all the different instruments. There's a, there's sound sources and there's patches and there's just like thousands and thousands of yeah, yeah. shit. You can get, there's like granular stuff you could do, even though I don't really use it, but it's a you lot. You really of know what that means. Somebody tried to explain that to me one time, but I, I didn't really understand what he was talking about. I don't really understand either. I just know what it sounds like. It's like, 
It's like takes. Do you use Ableton? No, I use Pro Tools. Pro Tools. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I use mostly real instruments, I would say. Really? But I also use a lot of, uh, I mean, yeah, all like the whole Y catalog is all real instruments. Wow. But then um, the more recent stuff I'm doing, I'm actually trying to use MIDI shit. Like I have all the contact stuff and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the native instruments stuff and a bunch of other shit. So I, I uh, have been using that stuff. But yeah, by and large, the other one. Yeah, you use the MPC a lot. No, no, no. I don't have an MPC. I never right. had one. I, I use uh, just a just a keyboard now yeah. uh, to do the MIDI stuff. Right. Um, are you? Is that what you mean? Just as a controller? Yeah, I really like to play into Pro Tools. You just play live or something. I no, well, I, for playing into Pro Tools, no, I just use regular instru instruments, and then I alter them a lot. Yeah. You know, like um, I don't know which of my albums you've heard, but but they're pretty much all like a band. You know, yeah, like yeah, playing. Yeah. Right. And, uh, but your your shit is just you, right? You're not your band doesn't really play on the album. Play a little bit. Little... Uh, Derek plays a little like uh, some songs like Mario and Link, and, and Derek plays guitar. Like whenever you hear a guitar, it's just Derek playing. Yeah, but, yeah. I think it's a hilarious song, by the way. Mario and Link. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thank that's you. really a good sentiment that <laughs> everyone has thought of, but no one has put into words in that same way. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. Um, you say in one song that. Uh, you're a bad boy. You go to jail. Sometimes. I'm not a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that true? Yeah. You get you get arrested sometimes. I've been arrested sometimes. for what? Drugs? I got homelessness. No homelessness. No, I got when I was younger. I got like I used to drink a lot, so I got like I legit have two DUIs, which I'm very ashamed of. But I, one was 17, one was 19. Right after I was 19, I kind of stopped being such a dickhead and then I got some I got like three drunk in Publix and yeah just being a being do you still a, drink in high school very rarely not okay. very often yeah you have a but, problem with it you think no I mean I used to so I went to AA for for like a year a year I was sober for like a year and a couple months actually and I went to AA the whole time but um but my dad's like a really like he's an AA now but he was a severe alcoholic like so I was really afraid that I had it too but I don't know I don't think it was because I have that like chemical de mental dependency on it I think it was strictly because I was just a kid who hated his life and that's what like drove me to like try to have fun but now like I, I found I got more focused in music than I, I don't drink like I've drank him like three nights on this tour okay yeah. that's pretty good been out for like three weeks four weeks most people, I mean, I don't drink at all, but mo most people on tour just revert to that. It's yeah. like the easiest thing to do because it's just free alcohol everywhere, anytime you want it. Totally. And it's come in your sport all the time. Yeah. Other than the show, you just don't know what the fuck to do. So exactly. you gotta work on music, you gotta do something else. But I've noticed that, like, if I don't, like, if I do drink, like, I'll get depressed. If I go, like, three nights, drink. I'll just get kind of sad and like yeah. I won't want to do shit I'll just be hungover all the time I'll just be a slob just eating cheeseburgers and not yeah. doing anything so. do, do you uh, do you work on music on, on the road yeah so try to do you go what do you What do you? I'm asking for myself because this will be my first time like I mean I've lightweight done a little bit but like this will be really my first time like bringing a laptop and like trying to work on stuff do you go to coffee shops or what do you do no I, I try to set up in the green room and okay. just tell everyone else I'm sorry guys I gotta do this so I'll bring I brought two HS5 Yamaha the little small five inch monitors okay. so I'll bring them and like sometimes I'll set them up sometimes I'll just use headphones but a lot of it for me is like just 
on I don't even need a keyboard sometimes. I'll just like use the, on the, the yeah, yeah. On, the, on the keys. Um, so yeah, it's, and then I'll, mostly right now I'm like recording vocals and getting everything like today is my goal is to like get everything like listenable. So then I'll put everything and even though it's all gonna be really rough, yeah, I'm just gonna listen to it today and like just jot it down. So I, I bring an interface. I got a baby face. Um, Army baby face. I'll record. What's that? Is that a pretty nice one? Just a two two in? Yeah, yeah, it's a two in two out. But you can go you can go like eight add in if you okay. want through like a preamp. But I've noticed that the preamps kind of suck. What mic to use? Uh, different mics. Different but mics. I, I have uh, my main vocal mic that I use right now is called a Lawson L seven. It's Lawson like a L U forty seven. Clone, or clone. Yeah. yeah, so I use this uh, SM7B, which is dynamic. Yeah, so I, I, that's what I've used on a couple albums I used yeah. in SM7 because I was recording live. Yeah. So, yeah, and it just needs a lot of game. So, yes. so like I would recommend like the I think the Apollo, the UAD Apollo is like yeah. a really good portable interface and baby face is alright, but it doesn't sound who, like who it. makes the baby face? I've never even heard Army. Army. Yeah. R M E. Okay. Yeah, RME, okay. Yeah. Mm. They're alright. They're, they're not too bad. I have the. Uh, Apogee stuff. Quartet or the, symphony. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah the eight, eight ends, yeah, whatever that is. Symphony. Yeah. Symphony. They're cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it sounds great. Yeah. Uh, you know, I also have some nice little preamps and shit that I mm. use and to uh, sweeten the deal a little, mm. a little bit. That's right. Uh, I want a Neve. Yeah, I have Ten, a couple of Neve. Do you? Neve, 1073s? Uh, 1073 clones. Clones, that's what yeah, yeah, they sound great. Yeah. They sound great. Um, well, so you said that you said I don't really care about success, so to speak. You said so. something like that. Yeah, or getting bigger. I getting guess. bigger. Yeah. Do you really think that, or do you think that 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 part of your brain feels that way, but you also have a drive towards it? No, I mean, I really don't think so. I think it just comes with a lot of shit that I don't like. Like the more like. I'm kind of sensitive to like the judging shit, like getting judged from like people that I don't know. Like, yeah, I think I don't really like so treating you like you're not a fucking human. Yeah, yeah, and like kind of the social aspects with like, to be honest, like some of my family or shit like that. Like, I don't know. I I think I would be disappointed if we started like going downwards, which is bound to happen at some point. But right, either that or death. Yeah, like it's like <laughs> it's gonna happen. So like, but like. To be like to play a stadium or even like three four thousand caps, it's like I don't know. It's kind of the same. I, I'm not worried about money at all. Like I don't know. I, I just want to put on the best show. You're not worried about money. What? You, so you uh, you just li- do you live with roommates and stuff? No, I have my own place. I'm about okay. to break my lease, but I signed like I signed when you, you, I got an advance and I, I signed a publishing deals. So yeah. Like, um, but what if? Okay, but what if all the money goes away? I mean, you know, you use all that up. And then there's not money coming in. You want you not feel like I'm a frugal person. Okay. I, haven't, I I don't. Before Peace Cone, I literally lived with like twenty dollars in my pocket for like months. Like I had to go. I went to my manager like a couple days before Peace Cone to like get a free sandwich, to like eat. So I'm like very used to like very used to that. But do you prefer? I mean, but like, do, what if? Okay, what if you want to have kids someday or like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I don't think that I'll, like, lose... I thought, I don't know. I think I signed a good deal, and, like, I don't think I'll... 
I think I'll be good for like a while, and yeah. I'm gonna try to do some investments and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'll try. No, you S&P, should definitely yeah. try that. Yeah. Yeah. S and P and those chumps. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Salt and pepper. I'll invest in like I don't know something smart. I I hope. Uh, yeah, but if so, like I'll just go. I'll be like a promoter or something. I don't know. I'll be yeah. something else. I want to get into films, and hopefully, I can transfer that into more wealth or whatever. What, uh, so you, I saw some video, I was just like, you know, scritching around the YouTube and stuff, and yeah. then I saw a video of like a, uh, a, a, a meet and greet at the Mohawk, in, yeah. uh, you know what I'm talking about, that video, that. uh, and are you doing those every day? I did on the last tours, on all the last tours, this tour I said that I don't want to do it though, because it's like... I talk to people after the show too, yeah. so it's just exhausting. I find it mentally, and I can't give everyone like that. I can't. Yeah, you know, I gotta like kind of keep some inside. So. Oh, for sure. I'll talk yeah. to people for like three hours a day, and which is too much. That's a lot. That's way too much, man. And like, it's really. Cap- and then do shit like this too. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have as much interviewer stuff or yeah. like this is this is I was just showing fun before. Good. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like. I also know, so we would get 100 people in one hour, 60 minutes, and I understood that I had to give every person 45 seconds of my best, like, me, for an hour. Yeah. And, like, and they would pay $30. That's a lot of money That's coming w- in, though. Way too much, though. It's too much. And, of course, management's going to be like, oh, no, you should still yeah. blah, 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 blah. But they, like, finally get to the point where it's like, you just fucking suck it. Um, but I think that's what the problem was that eventually I was understanding that like these people are paying $30 for 45 seconds for a picture and for me to say hello to them. And that's like kind of whack. That's pretty, that's fucking whack to me. Yeah. It's like it, it less it would be fine. And like I understand why people do it. And it's like on the other level, like they really want it and they want to do that. Yeah, no one's complaining. That's the, that's no the one's weird complaining. thing. It's like yeah. nobody's complaining, but it still feels a little bit grimy or like yeah. it just feels weird it feels weird yeah. like <sighs> I mean after the show's enough I, I do it for like two hours usually like Seattle yeah. is so, so fucking absurd so. do you just kind of do you just kind of stand there until everybody's like done with you sort of thing yeah until yeah. until the last person yeah it just depends I think the, if we get, go bigger and play bigger shows like it might be kind of hard to do that it might take a yeah. lot longer you'll need handler I mean I'm sure you have somebody just making sure nothing yeah. happens but like you'll need like people to be like alright you get in this line here you probably already have that shit no no I you know what I'm saying to, somebody like to, organize it yeah I tell them to like back up usually yeah. though it's like and then we, yeah, I, I feel like... you don't want to get... Like, I've had a situation where it's like, oh, shit. I know. That happens to me almost every night now where they yeah. instantly will fucking crowd me. Yeah. And I just have to be super vocal about it. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, guys, I'm getting kind of weirded out. I, everyone, like, two steps back. And if people are behind me. I don't like if people are behind me. It's like, I don't want to get his finger! I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy like that sometimes. But I'll just tell everyone... The other day, I said it for the first time. I was like, yo, I feel kind of weird when people are behind me. But it didn't get taken very well. Yeah. So I'm trying to get better at like vocalizing what I. Yeah, yeah, you have to like, yeah, you, you, you know, you said you're there. I can't remember what you just said. Like, I'm there for them. Right. I'm trying to. Yeah, it's it's. A, but you also is a balance because you also exactly. are a person and you need your. Time. Yeah, comfort yeah. and space. Totally. Uh, so, th- this shit happened real fast. Yeah. So you put out, you know, you're. I don't know how like your '94 Corolla was received. Not at all. No. Not no. at all. No. And then. 
you blew up off of this I think off of your like uh tryout for for the uh, all, all things also uh tiny desk tiny desk yeah um and then shit just exploded from there and that was like this year right that was March yeah so that's cr- so <laughs> I mean how is that like how are you dealing with that like that's so different than me like I started it was for me it was just like you know like little for those out there I'm like very short incremental upward movements but that's good too because then it like cements you as like a long time like yeah you'll be touring for as long as you want it seems like to me well as long as I can keep saying things that are interesting (laughs) to people yeah but Um, it's it's different than that though because I feel like your fans it's like a cult almost like it's like it, that grind or that length like cements them as like your your fan base or whatever. I, yeah, look, I'm I'm I am not complaining. It's I, yeah. it's very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. And I yeah, I have developed it. It's I would call it a cult following yeah. for sure because it's it, it's not a, a very it's not a super large following, but it but uh, but they they uh, yeah, you guys out there know who you are. You, you're you're <laughs> awesome. We love you. Um, but yeah, it's it should happen quick, man. Yeah. Like so, how, is it like? That kind of shit where you're getting surrounded nightly by a bunch of people that are like, you know, they want to they want to pull at your robes mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, be healed or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what's that? What's that feel like psychologically or emotionally? Um, it's like, like it's really can- overwhelming. Candidly. Yeah. Yeah. I. I articulate it sometimes when I'm freaking out. I think I take it the best, but when I'm calm, it's a little bit harder for some reason. But it's it's very overwhelming, I think, in a whole life sense. Because there's so much more than just, like, the album's being rushed. Like, I'm trying to get the album done. Like, I, we have a release date. Like, some, that, like, family problems stack on top of that. Like, problems with, like, the like person. people coming at you for money and shit? Um, kind of. Or, like, even just dynamic of how people talk to me is different and treat me different. And that, like, kind of hurts when, yeah. it's, when it's your family. Um... But yeah, that happens too, of course. But I don't mind. Um, and then, yeah. So it's like I, I think people fail to understand that, like, I still am going through like normal human like yeah. person shit. Also with like people like hating me on Twitter. People literally saying they're gonna kill me. Right. See, I've worked my way up to that. Now it's no. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. they hate me. And that's that's the thing too is that I had no preparation. I went yeah. exactly from making sandwiches at a coffee shop to like, like. It being like a feeling like a, like a somewhat target but it is I am getting better at it I think throughout and every kind of nervous breakdown I have gets me a little bit closer to being a solid thick skinned person but um, you know I think the toughest part about it is that before I thought that if this were to happen to me eventually I would be happy and I would never I would never frown ever again you know so the weirdest part to me is that it did happen. And I am, it gives me the tools to be happier. But like, it was kind of fleeting when like, I was standing there and I was like, why aren't I extremely happy? Or why aren't I necessarily content? And that's, I think that's one of the weirdest parts about it that I'm trying to get better at. And like our, yeah. So, but it it's all around very, very difficult. I think especially around band dynamic is kind of, kind of weird because they're all like my homies and like I want them to be involved and, but like the certain levels where it's like, all right, I need to like do this myself, and you gotta like, 
you know, your opinion right now. Like, you got to kind of focus on what I'm doing. In terms of your new music that you're working on? Still? Kind of. Or just, like, even how our band operates, like, touring and, and that. And, like, new music sometimes, too. Like, I want to, like, hear their opinion, but sometimes it's, like, listen to me, dude. Or, like, we, we had a song where it's kind of like that. So it's, it's really, I think it's all, like, lives become much more complicated and how to deal with, like, every, literally every facet. But I think on the end, like, within years, I think I'll feel... I think I'll feel better and happier and more content with everything. Do you, has it fucked, like, has it fucked with your driver or, or, or way to make music? Like, the fact that, <clears throat> just that you know a shit ton of people are going to hear what you do and it's your career now and it's yeah. tied into money and it's tied into, you know, your identity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has. And, and I'm trying to get over it, but... It's just crazy to think that, like, we have a crew of, like, 12 people, right? And they have, like, they have, like, wives. And no one has a kid. But it's, like, it's weird to know. And we've talked about it as a band, which maybe we shouldn't have. But, like, this album that I'm making impacts the lives of, like, 20 people. Yeah. Like, directly. Which is insane. So when I'm sitting there, I have to, like, not think about that. But I care about that. Everyone. I care about those people. So it's, there's just a whole lot of pressure to be, like, Okay, I know that like if I do this, like we're gonna tour, we're gonna be able to give people raises, and we're gonna be able to do bigger rooms, which is like nice. So it's like there's a certain level where I like have to care about everyone else and then not care. It's just balance. It's all about balance. And I'm I'm a bit young and I'm trying to figure out how to get it quicker. Do you feel like you have enough privacy and alone time and shit, or that like there's always people around, there's always people wanting something from you? Yeah. I I think I have enough alone time. I have a house that I can live in and no one lives in it. So I think I have alone time and I can go somewhere if I want to. I can go to like LA or like San Diego if I want to stay there for like a month or something. So yeah, it's fine. People all, I mean, you feel the same shit. Like people want shit from me too. I mean, like that's just kind of how it is. It's just kind of how it is. So I'm trying to like understand it and be like more sensitive. Like, you know, I feel like there's only like one person who like doesn't want anything from me. But I have to understand that that's just like a part of it, and I am now in the position to give. So. Do you think that? Um, do you foresee yourself hanging in there and having a long career, like we were just talking about about like what I've been doing, or do yeah. you feel like this is some weird shit? Let me yeah. let me get this in, and then I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. fucking go back to UC Sac. Romeno or whatever or UC Davis and study you know engineering yeah I think that's entirely possible I think it's entirely possible I don't think I'm suited and we'll see at at the moment I'm not suited for it in terms of what just feeling overwhelmed yeah I'm just dealing with it all like I was happier before to be honest so I think after this album comes out I don't think I'll be a lot happier because it's just a lot of pressure but um but then there's going to be the pressure of the next one. That's yeah, the thing. but I think I'm going to wait a bit on that. And, yeah. like, I think there's going to be pressure from, like, doing radio shows or something yeah. that I don't want to do. Or like, like, So they want you to have this one out hot on the heels of, of, of your last album. Kind of. The last album came out last November. 2017. But, but, but it, it, it just exploded in March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the tentative date is, like, June. Yeah. Um, but, like, I can get it done. So, like, it's already all the lyrics are there. It's already produced in mine. Pretty much, I can yeah. get it can get a lot better, but till I get to it. Yeah, but I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so you can't. Um, 
So yeah, so I right now the idea is like it's gonna be the rise, the fall, the death, or the rise, the fall, the revenge, and then death, and then I'll probably stop. Oh shit! Yeah, but like, they have to change your band name or whatever. Or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't, or just not do it anymore. Yeah, I, I really want to get into films and musicals, so I think I might like. I think I'm what most likely what I would like to do is like make a film and then make an album with like the soundtrack and just do it all myself and then make the film, put it in the film. So a film that's a musical film. And I have so so early next year. I'm trying to get the album done by by February and then February to April. I'm planning to write a musical. Um, okay. Yeah, and then film it. But it's separate. Like that'll be like a musical that's filmed. Yeah. But I really want to just have like separate them. So do musicals and films separately, but do the music and score and direct it and all that stuff. But do you have do you have ideas for what you're what you're writing? Yeah, I have the idea for the musical and that I think is going to be really really good. I, I weirdly I was talking to my guy Sean yeah. about he's he really wants to make a musical and I was like I'll, I'll do it with you. We're That'd be sick. That. You should. But that's very interesting. I went off camera. I mean yeah, off uh, mic. You got to tell me what the. What I'll tell you right is. now. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm really excited about it. I don't want anybody to steal it from no, you. No, they can. They can. They, they, okay, so it's. Um, I have a song about an all play tonight, but it's okay. like the short. It's the short condensed version. But the, the basic idea is that like I'm the narrator and our band's in the crowd and our band's like playing like in front of the stage, and then I'm in like the middle walkway, if there is a middle walkway. I'll find a place for them. Yeah. And then I'm basically narrating it to everyone in the crowd and like talking to everyone. So this is a live show, a live performance that you then film though. Yeah. Okay. And then I then film and then at every time when we do the play live, then I'll be in the crowd like talking to everyone. I'll have a guitar and a piano. And then so basically it starts with like the Big Bang and I am like kind of God, I guess, objectively looking at how weird everything is and how everything doesn't make any sense. Starts with the Big Bang, and then we get Earth, and then at the bottom of the Earth, or on the Earth, there's an ocean. At the bottom of the ocean, there's these little amoeba, and then after millions of years, amoebas turn into fish, and I'm singing songs, and then the fish are on stage, and we're singing songs together. And then the fish one day, the fish showed like its first human trait, which was to be more and to feel not content with what it has. So it gets feet and arms and crawls out. And then as it gets out, he sees a female fish, and they mash parts, and they have babies, and after millions of years, the babies start standing upright and lose their scales, and they start, you know, messing around. So one day, one of the, one of the, the upright things um, understands that he's gonna die, his brain got too big, and he understands that he's gonna die, so he creates a thing called religion. And with religion comes a bunch of conflict, and we're dealing with all the conflict, and like major, major history events are going on during this time, and we're like singing songs to him. Um, and then with all that conflict, they, they started to create these things called governments to like protect themselves. So with that comes even more conflict. And then at the end, there's this president who's got like orange hair, little fingers, pachi, orange skin. And then he starts bickering with the guy with the bowl cut on the other side of the country. They start arguing and the president decides to push the button and it goes into this big, loud explosion. And everyone dies and that's the end of act one. And then act two is the only thing that's left on earth are these little cockroaches. So then the cockroaches start running around after millions of years and start getting bigger and start standing up right and their brains get bigger and start to understand these really scary concepts. One of the concepts is that they're gonna die, they create this thing called religion. So that's the kind of point where for the rest of the story, I don't know if it goes like dystopian or it just stays in line with everything and history repeats itself. Right, cyclical kind of deal. Yeah, so I, I think it'd be really fun to like, and I'll just make jokes the whole time and like some parts I want us to get like really sad about yeah. like these, uh, and maybe like have a few history events that aren't very well known but are like tremendously like difficult to like hear 
and then to display yeah. it. Yeah. This is like a, it's a musical history of the universe. Exactly. That's exactly what it is of everything yeah. that's ever happened. And I'm looking at it objectively like, you know? Yeah. With everyone. Interesting. Yeah. Man. And at the end, a huge explosion. Everything dies. Okay. Yeah. But, the, but then we assume they're going to come back. They always come back. Yeah. Yeah. Until, until they don't, I guess the, the suns all go out at some point. Are you, is this stuff that you think about a lot? Are you, you know, are you, are you worried about, about, uh, the apocalypse, et cetera? No, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, it could happen. I mean, like, yeah, to be honest, the other day I was on acid and I would be like, it's kind of sick to just see a meteor just come hurling at you and like land on you. Like, yeah. It's kind of tight. You see that movie Melancholia? Uh, it's about that Is exactly. It? Yeah, it's uh, it's a Lars von Trier, you know his his stuff, uh, uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's Kirsten Dunst and great actor, great actor, and they're they're in like uh, I don't know why I want to put them in France, but maybe I'm thinking of that other movie with her in it. But uh, not Spider Man, not Spider Man, the Sofia Coppola one about uh, the the French Revolution. Anyway, she she. Uh, yeah, it, it, that, that's exactly what's happening. A meteor is coming towards Earth, and they're fast. All, they know they're all going to die. Uh, yeah, and they're just kind of do. But so you do acid sometimes? Uh, not really. I mean, just we went to the zoo, which I, which made it worse. Was but, it sad? That must have been a yeah, sad, bad it was, trip. It was sad. Like a few of the people don't really care, but I really cared. I don't. I haven't been to zoo. I've been to one zoo when I was like way young. Yeah. I don't like going to them because of obvious fucking yeah. reasons. But um, but we went. And it kind of bummed me out a little bit. It kind of bummed me out. And, yeah. You did a full trip or? No, I did like three-fourths of a tab or something. I had nothing I, too I've been, I've been microdosing. Not today I haven't, but uh, the last, like, week I, I've been just microdosing just to, to like, because I've been, like, depressed. And I'm like, all right, got to jump myself out of this mood. So Does I, it get you agitated, though? It gets me, like... It feels like I haven't eaten in eight hours, yeah. and and I'm like, so it sort of gets me in the zone, right? But also feels like on the edge of something that I sort of want to cross into and sort of don't. Yeah, I feel if that, that makes sense. We microdose. You ever do that? Yeah, my our LD microdoses like all the time. Yeah, because he's the fucking lighting guy. But um, but we did it on the first few days of tour, and I really like it during the day. I feel like a lot more like jovial, but. At the end, when I'm coming down, for some reason, I get kind of agitated, so I don't do it. Like, uh, all drugs are like that for me, where like the come down. I don't like if I don't like the come down, then I just won't do it. And like every drug has like a shitty come down. So what's 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 a microdose to you? I'm curious because I don't know. I just kind of guessed at it. It's so he cuts us like a sliver, but his his tabs are like two hits, but okay. he cut us like just strong. They're that strong, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I think the whatever he got for yeah. this tour, but um. Yeah, it's literally like a fucking sliver. It's like really small. Like an eighth of a tab? It's probably like an eighth of a tab. Okay. That's yeah. about what I was... That was the first couple of days, and then I moved up to like probably a quarter tab. Yeah. That's kind of a lot. Yeah, that that felt... That was the last time I did that, and that yeah. felt like... Uh, like... Tripping, but without any... S- scary stuff? Yeah, and no visuals, no no like... Nothing too psychedelic, but just that that like feeling. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to explain that. Yeah, but I you, know, you know what the it giggles is. or the just the, like the not even giggles, but just I don't get giggly on. I get really on I acid. I get like, and I haven't done a, a full tap of acid for like twenty years. Oh, okay. So it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't really get that giggly. It was more like the 
profundity of everything yeah. kind of thing, you know, and yeah. just like feeling, I, I'm, I, I'm like real serious, I think, underneath. <laughs> like I like, I'm very jokey and I like joking around, but I also feel like I, I, I'm like very serious mm. deep, deep down or something mm-hmm. like that, which I hate. I don't want to be that way. But That's how you were born. It's just in me. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Um, my ex-girlfriend used to call me El Serioso. Really? I, like, I don't think that's even a real word. No, it's maybe. not. <laughs> yeah. When they start calling you I'm that. I'm going to call an album El Serioso <laughs> at some point. That'd be sick. That's a good name. Um, but, yeah, yeah. That, 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 I, I've been dabbling more. I feel like I need to do a full uh, trip. As, I maybe do one tomorrow or the next day. Just I have, like, two more tabs. That somebody just gave me this shit in, yeah. in uh, on tour last time. Yeah. I don't have any idea where to get acid. <laughs> dark Not web, hard. I guess. I could find it on dark web. I guess, yeah, but but I nothing's better than buying it from another human being right in front. But of you. you and you, but you also need to know. Do you have like test kits or some shit when you no. just give it a shot? No, I'll give it a shot. I usually, if I do it, like. I know. Like, I'll let someone else do it first. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, like... I did the same thing with this. I was like, I gave somebody two, two tabs. Yeah. Like, yeah let me know how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a smarter way to go about it, I think. Yeah. Uh, and he was okay. Yeah. Uh, but do you... And do you do... Do you smoke weed or no? No. I get really paranoid. You get... Okay. Yeah, you know, weirdly, I feel like weed weed has more of a paranoia than, than others... More strong psychedelics. Yeah, it does. Strangely. It does for me. Do you ever do DMT? No. No. Our LD had some. Okay. I, I, uh, I don't think I'm down for all that. I, I, I am kind of worried about like my mental health and that thing yeah. of like me doing something. Like I kind of felt it last, last time I did acid. I actually felt... Uh, like you may not come back. Yeah. And that's... Um, and hearing all the stories about like Daniel, um, Daniel Johnson and like Brian Wilson and shit, like not that I'm like on that level, but but he, but they, you know, like both of them already had mental illness, right? Yeah, I, I believe so. It just wasn't. I don't think it was as like as profound. Yeah, I think it was like kind of under the neath the surface, and yeah. they, they weren't like Daniel Johnson. I think obviously when he was young, like kind of had some stuff going on. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I'm just like I find myself to be like a really sad person. So I don't know if that if I do it sometimes it'll make me more sad. Or like I'm like something. I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. That's why I haven't done it in so many years. But like I read a lot about it, and I like I've like I don't know. I I, I I've listened to pod- a lot of podcasts about it and shit. So like I, I like sort of believe in it as a thing for growth. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, just like psychological growth. And, totally. And. Like, I, I have lots of stuff that I feel like I haven't quite dealt with in my life that I don't know how to deal with that I feel like maybe a drug might sort of open something up in my mind to, yeah. to understand. Totally. And I, I think acid's like the perfect one for that. Yeah. I think every time you do it, you kind of have, you walk away with something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like once, yeah. yeah. I'm not interested whatsoever in, in, in partying on drugs mm-hmm. like I don't I don't do and I never did cocaine or anything mm-hmm. like that I don't know what your experience with that is and I'm not trying to blow up your spot mm-hmm. but it's whack yeah it's, it's very just sad. I just it's never really wrong too but. that shit just does yeah totally totally but I, I just never that sort of thing never intrigued me even doing psychedelics in that like some people would be like yeah, dude, we're gonna take mushrooms and go to this party like what sounds terrifying like that's crazy I know. like 
take mushrooms while you're camping or some yeah, shit like yeah. in the woods like i get that right so Party, yeah that sounds not that makes yeah anyway that's that's more well i i i guess we should close up shop but you got you probably have other things you got to do today i don't got shit to do ever. good what's next for you so you the the if you do get out, so you have you have two more albums to do or three more albums to do. Tentatively, I don't know if I should uh, if I should cement that. Well, you don't have to cement it. Yeah, that's your idea at the moment. That's what I feel. Unless this starts becoming a lot more enjoyable, then yeah, probably. Uh, and then, do can you could you see yourself getting into a career in visual like yeah. uh, movies and shit? Yeah, that's like where I think I want to go. Do you have a history in art stuff? No. Did you take theater in high school? Mm-hmm. What was wrong with you? You should have. I was smoking weed. Okay. Yeah. You'd have been good in theater. Yeah. I I think so too. I think I, you could probably act really well too. Yeah. I, maybe we'll see. I, I know you can. There's one little clip on your Instagram where okay. you come out and you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's got it. Yeah, I have some videos where I act. I act in them on our on our Instagram. You see these promos where we would act out shit and it would be like really whack but hella fun so I, I think I could do it. I would like I've been approached by some shit to like do stuff yeah but I don't know we'll see eventually yeah I'm kind of busy right now yes yeah. you got a lot going on but yeah. you look it, pressure will die down momentarily once yeah. you get the album knocked out exactly it's all it's it's gonna be fine it's just sometimes sometimes but yeah. sometimes it's really fun you know yeah. you have those moments where it breaks through and you're like I am loving the, the fucking dream yeah, that's the thing. Is like, imagine your your yourself from even just January, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like what you thought was possible, what you thought you wanted. Yeah, it's here. Know, it's kind of here. Yeah, it's here. Yeah, it is it is here in full effect. Um, and I need to I need to get a lot better at like really acknowledging that. Yes, but also making it so it's comfortable for you and that's yeah. why like I get why like you know Jennifer Lawrence like doesn't meet and greet or what you know whatever does she not well I don't know I don't know hell I'm just, anyone I'm yeah. just naming a famous person yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying why they kind of recede to the shadows totally. like there's some you know sometimes for your mental health you need to sort of because as much as like you know as much as I appreciate you know uh, the people that listen to my music and my and, and everything like that like and really like them when I meet them. Like they're, it's a good, like really smart and and uh, creative set of people. Mm-hmm. But like the human, like you know, you're only meant to like associate with a certain amount of people <laughs> at a time. And yeah. like you know, once you do get you know J Law famous, like like right now, like I can sort of keep up with the amount of people that want to talk to me at a show or whatever and like it's okay and like I get recognized on the street maybe once every two weeks you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and that's fine but like if you get J-Law famous like you just can't fuck with that mm-hmm. you gotta stay hidden which sucks and I, I have this theory that like Justin Bieber is like actually the most well-rounded person out of everyone might be yeah because of the shit that he had to go through that like I didn't really understand before all of this yeah like to buy your mom a house when you're like 13 years old and then live with that dynamic of your mom like like that like that alone is like really hard and like yeah. to have everyone you can't go outside with someone judging you, you ate a burrito this is on fame I had to look at this on, on the internet watch him on TMC eating, eating a burrito yeah. that sucks <laughs> yeah. but like for him to like he must have to mentally like overcome that because if he 
if he didn't, he would be dead. Yeah. So he mentally overcame all of these crazy, shitty things. So he must be, like, a really interesting person to talk to, or, like, well-rounded, or, like, wise, even, that people just don't, I don't think, see. As, as Eminem once said, I can't take a shit without someone standing by it, or something yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> can't take a shit <laughs> uh, Did you, have you bought your mama house yet? I, so not yet. She's in, my grandparents are really sick, so she moved to Visalia. Okay. But I paid off all her debt. Sick. Yeah. That's dope. And that was why I felt really good. But we're trying to figure out, like, she doesn't know where she really wants to live. She hates Visalia. She doesn't want to live in San Diego. She's, like, been really hesitant about SAC. So whenever she picks something, I think that I'll, I think I'll do that. That's dope. Pull the trigger on it. Yeah. It's worth it just for that. Yeah. That's sick. And it's going to feel good. Once my, hopefully my grandparents get better and she can decide yeah. Yeah. Frank, thank you so much for talking to me, man. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you. Say bye to the folks out there. Bye, folks. <laughs>Yo, thank you guys so much for listening. And those of you that support the podcast, I am eternally grateful. Thank you very, very much. Uh, for the folks that gave $5 or more per month over at patreon.com slash thewanderingwolf, my executive producers, this is for you. Adam Chase, Alexis Johnson, Caitlin Augustine, Dylan Rowe, Cemetery Chips, Isaac Lang, Jim Laskowski, Matt Hill, Merrick Jarmulowicz, Simon Bird, Tim Vecchio, Emma Ridgeway, Kenneth Leanne, Robert Hess, and Paul Solorzano. Thank y'all so much, as well as several people who opted to go nameless, anonymous, into this great universe we call home. Thank you, guys. Check out Hobo's music if you haven't. Uh, he has one album out on the streaming platforms and shit, The Rise of Hobo Johnson. Uh, all the music that you've heard have been little bits and pieces, bits and bobs from Hobo Johnson's music. Not only that, but we're going to go out on a tune from that album. Thank you guys so much. Keep wandering. Emotional. Good luck to my future wives and their future lives without me. You guys will do great. I'm sure that I've prepared you for every guy you'll date and every guy you'll marry and every guy you'll hate. It's the lullabies I sang at a tune. That's probably what did it. Or my twin size matches the ass since I was seven that we have to sleep on whenever she spends the night. And if she falls off again, she'll find another guy to like, which is Romeo and Juliet. But getting drunk and eating Percocets But just ease the stress But soft with light The yonder window breaks It is the east But Juliet just puked off the balcony How romantic Nothing like getting drunk and getting manic On a motherfucking Monday I, I brush the bangs behind her lovely little ear As she describes in detail How the end is truly near Wow and I'm sure that we could do this for forever Or until we drink the poison Cause she sees some cloudy weather As Rosaline lies in bed Seething wide awake because
Cause a burning love for Juliet only took a day And if Romeo and Juliet continue to be married Then there's half of a chance that their kids will get embarrassed When all the kids at school all talk about their parents And Romeo Jr. has to say they're not together And Jr. will dream of the day when he's a man And what he'll do to avoid that 50% chance Of his kids feeling the way he feels He'll probably just stick with the Netflix and chill Dear Shakespeare Write a happy ending, please. We just deserve a happy ending, please. Please. And every sting from every teardrop, from every ring at every pawn shop. I'm not missing both my Christmases. The family would be nice in my dreams. My kids are happy, and I know that they won't mind. One Christmas. Just one Christmas. Just one Christmas. Just one Christmas But dear mom Conversations from a couch Haven't ever felt the same Since you looked dad in the eye And you told him that things are about to change My mom was made from Adam's rib And the marriage went south When the snake came back and asked my mother out to dinner And my dad found out and asked my mom what that's about And she said, oh, it's nothing But dad loves to shout really loud Loud enough to knock the lamps and dressers to the ground in my memory I could hear Chopin's nocturnes playing in the background A slow train wreck, you close your eyes But forever hear the sound And boy, it's tough Cause that's the sound of people falling out of love. Maybe that's an outro, actually. It sounds more like an outro. I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> or something like that. It's you know, here. It's kind of here. Yeah. It's here. Yeah. It is, it is here in full effect.